Clapping for an enemy. Amen. Lift up your right hand and thank him. If you are born of the Lord, you have overcome. Therefore, be grateful this morning and thank him. Lift your voice and thank him. We have to be grateful to the Lord. For the great things that he has done. The numerous things that he has done. That sometimes we don't even see. Thank you Jesus. That we have life. Is by your grace. And this morning. Let that grace teach us. Unto godliness. Help us. We thank you father. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Be seated. All right. Well, it's nice to see you. Are you happy to be in church? Only two people are happy to be in church. Eh? Are you happy to be in church? Eh? Some of you are still not responding. Are you happy to be in church? Beautiful, beautiful. If you are not happy to be here, you have missed out on something. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you have a Bible? Some people don't have a Bible. So they always look up to the screens. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. This morning I'm still talking about losing, suffering, sacrificing and dying and I'm going to talk this morning briefly about dying as the Lord will permit us I believe that last week Sunday I started to talk about losing and suffering and then on Wednesday I spoke about um, sacrificing so those of you don't come to church on Wednesdays as is your custom you didn't hear the message. But the message is available on the podcast for free. Just type my name and search for the podcast, Edward Butchery, and you will get it and listen to it for free. Because I believe that it was a good message for all of us. Do you get what I'm saying? Only a few people are responding. Are you in church or you are somewhere? Yesterday there was a concert. Eh? Oh, it's today. Uh, hey, and they've started preparation. They've started preparation as of this morning. So they've blocked the road when we we're coming. They've mounted stage. They are clearing the place. Hey, 
and people are going to work Monday morning. No? Yes. You know, go be easy there. <laughs> hey, people like to chill. Oh. Some of you, you are ready to go this evening. From your smiles, nothing will stop you. Hey, you don't know what's happening in the country. Eh? What, what is it about? Hey, at this time of the year. What, what, what time are they starting? 7 p.m. Please, we should get... We should hurry up and go because... Hey! Wow! Some of you, you are pretending as if you don't know about it. You are looking at me as if... Ah, what is pastor talking about? You have booked a, 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 a stand, a place to stand. Yeah, because there are no seats. Oh. You are only going to stand. In the middle of the road, oh, at the traffic light... Eh? It's free. Hey! Thieves will be there. I tell you, they will come. Your phone will get lost. Your money will be picked. Your hair will be taken away. <laughs> hey! They will enter your bag. Oh, man. Charlie, you will not even go with the shoes. Hallelujah. Well, we are happy to be in church and we are blessed and we are looking forward to a fruitful week. God is about to teach us something that will bless our lives and lay a foundation for greater things in our lives. Some of you are not saying amen. Amos, are you looking at me? Eh? You are in church. Look at me. I'm the preacher. Because of some of you, I'm going to look for blinds and, 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 and block you from looking outside. Ah. You like looking outside too much. much. Alright. So this one I'm going to talk about dying. How many of you want to die? Yeah, only a few people. Everybody. Hey! It's like. Hey! I'm not talking about dying that you have to kill yourself. You have to commit suicide or something. Eh? Bishop told us a story that one day he was in UK and he sat in a cab. And he was talking to the cab driver about heaven and earth. Heaven and hell, sorry. Heaven and hell. And as he was talking, the driver asked him a question. Do you believe in heaven? He said, yes, I believe in heaven. Then he said, why don't you kill yourself and go to heaven? Because it's like Christians believe that when we die, we'll go to heaven. And heaven is a better place where there is no misery, where there is peace, where there is joy. Where there's no broken heart, where there is no pain, where there is no poverty, eh? where there's no landlord chasing you for uh, uh, rent, eh? Eh? where there's no policeman stopping you for car papers, eh? (laughs) there's no immigration, eh? no permits needed, eh? good life, Eh? no sakawa, no shortage of now cash power, eh? no shortage of water. Eh? Hey. So it's almost like we should kill ourselves and go. No. That's not what death on earth means before the Lord. You see. Yeah. I'm going to teach you about. Because in some of us, we have died as we are sitting here. Uh, yeah. Your amen should be on pause. Because. <laughs> Yes. You have died. The, the, the life you are living now is another life. 
that you shouldn't live. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You know, Paul said something. Look at that scripture before we come to first um, so Galatians 2 20. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 31, I think. Yes, first Corinthians 15 31. Paul said something interesting. First Corinthians 15 31. It says, I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul said, I die daily. But he was alive when he was talking. So you see, this kind of death that we are talking about is a lifestyle choice. And I'm going to take my time and explain it in a short while so that we'll be reflective and take proper decisions for our lives. Many of us die daily because of the choices that confront us. But when it comes to dying for the Lord, you find it very difficult. Yeah. Now, go back to my scripture in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. To 20. It is my favorite scripture in the Bible. And I always say, one day when I die, and one day we all die, this is a scripture that you should remember me for. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I live in the flesh, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. And gave himself for me. If you don't love God, you won't like the scripture. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Hmm. I want God to speak to you. If God speaks to you, there's no struggle. I am crucified with Christ. I am dead. As long as the Lord came to die. I died with him. But the life which I live now, you see, it is not me. That's why it says, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. The life which you see is Christ. And I live in the flesh. But the things I'm doing in the flesh are the things Christ will also have done in the flesh. Because he came to live on this earth and walk amongst men as the son of man. I am crucified with Christ. Yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. 
and the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, sometimes when we read scripture, some things appear radical and real and we cannot reconcile with the instructions or if there is even a revelation to you, you can't imagine yourself flowing and living in a certain way. But you see, what it is is that every, every state of your life today is a reflection of your beliefs. What you are doing and what you are not doing is a deep reflection of what you believe in. Yeah. And our beliefs define how we approach life. Because you see, if, for instance, you say you want a marriage, which is not a bad thing, it's a good thing, what you believe in will determine how you approach it. I remember a friend whose father brought in a house help and were very young in primary school and the house help ended up sucking and driving away his mother and became the wife. And gave birth to two children, a boy and a girl. And lived with the man for many years. And then one day, she disappeared. The man became partially blind. And when, you see, when he took, when she took over the marriage, the man never did marriage rights uh, signing of whatever it is. She was not a legal wife. And throughout the years of the marriage, when my friend's mother had been driven out and had become bitter and all kinds of things, my friends went through problems. I mean, but the father kept my friend and his uh, two sisters in the house. Plus the two other children that the house helped give birth to were also in the house. It wasn't an easy house. And we grew for many years. And now the woman was trying to take possession of the properties that the man had. But you see, the man, he was wise. He had done a will for his children. The three children that the woman took over were the only children who had an inheritance. Yes. Because it is like, I, I, we, be, we believe that at a point he realized his mistakes and saw through the evil that this woman had done to him and to his marriage. But he protected his children. 
Yes. And when the woman went back and forth and trying to go behind the scenes to, you know, locate fights for property, the man had secured everything with her will. And she came to realize that this is what the man had done. And at that time, the man was partially blind. And he had fallen down a couple of times and couldn't, he always needed help to move around in the house because he was retired now. And so, she didn't want to be a nurse. Do you understand? You, you, you have married a man. You have taken over the man. But now you have to be a nurse. And so she got a visa to UK. She got a visa to UK and said that she had a sister there. She was going to visit their sister and come back. She went and came back no more. And, 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 and when she went, she tried and made way for her two children to join her. And that was it. Is that how to possess a marriage? I'm teaching you something, so take your time and listen to me. You see, when you see a human being, and all of us, don't think about this woman. Hey, some people are wicked, though. No, we are all like her. When, when you see a human being who has a desire for something and, to, and aspires for something in life, there are choices, decisions that move such a person to the end result. The only difference is that, you see, when you, when you fear God and you have respect for God and you know that one day your life will be brought before him to act for the things that you have done. You'll be mindful of how you approach issues in life. And so you'll see that if you want a good thing, you shouldn't do an evil thing to get it. And you'll see that in life, some people are not, they are not afraid to, to, to do everything that is evil in the sight of normal human beings to get what they want. What, what, you see, what they have done is that they have died to themselves. They don't care what you say. They have died, though. Because it's not normal. I mean, if you grew up and, and you, 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 you are told how your mother became a, a wife to your father, and it's like the only reason why you call that man your daddy and this woman your mommy is because your mommy broke somebody's home and became the mommy. You will see that, you see, the very foundation of your life and your years is under a curse. You may not have done anything wrong. 
but you have come into a case because a certain foundation was laid and your mother was not ashamed. There are women who have taken over husbands from their friends. I've seen some before. I remember a lady whose very good friend was in the U.S. with her husband for many years. And they were planning, the husband and the wife were planning to come and settle. So the man will come down, start, he wants to, you know, uh, find what he can do, that kind of, and he had been away for a long time. So this friend, who was, this lady friend was a lawyer, intelligent, beautiful. She had entered a marriage and it didn't work. And now this man also came. And because they were friends and they chat, she had visited them in UK, uh, in US, holidays. I mean, it's like almost every year she travels. So they, 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 they relate well. So when her friend's husband came, he came to live with her. Do you understand? He came to live with the lady. Do you understand the story? Eh? I want you to understand it. The single lady. Yes. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. And by the time her friend realized what was going on, her friend was pregnant. Yes. And that was her first pregnancy at the age of 38 or 39. Yeah. And the guy started changing towards his wife. Yes. Yeah. And she was able not to only give birth to one child, but to two with somebody's husband. And later, later, the, 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 the wife realized that the husband was responsible for this pregnancy and the children. And when she confronted her friend based on evidence, the friend told her point blank. She was not ashamed one bit and said that he did not force her. She did not force him. Because men can lie. Men can lie. He used to tell her, my wife is this, my wife is that, my wife is this. You see, if your wife is this, your wife is that. And you are sitting by the this and the that. <laughs> and you are enjoying it. Yeah. And you see, when you are also, listen, sometimes a simple-mindedness, it doesn't know age. He doesn't know education. 
Some people can go to school, can be exposed, but they can be very simple-minded. And you believe it. It's like you feel that you are a better wife than your friend of many years. And you have traveled and visited them several times and seen their home. Did you see problems? Yeah. Immediately you have to see that there's evil that is at work. She was unashamed. And the painful thing, twist to this story was that the guy didn't divorce his wife, but he decided that I will settle this woman, invest in her, the children, everything, bought a house, I mean, move them in. And you see, the two children, as they grew up, realized that they had a problem. They were all autistic. If you don't understand it, and their problems they cause, and the attention they need overwhelmed the lady. So do you know what happened? Do you like the stories? Uh, are you enjoying the stories? Yeah. 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 Listen to me. Because some of you, this is your f- salvation. Do, if you are not afraid of God, eh? there are some things, don't, you see, some of you can deny everything that God has ever said or everything you have ever learned and do evil just to get comfort. I die daily. You have died, not to the Lord, though. But you have died to the world. Listen to the song that they sing. Love not the world. Because it's like, you, you don't care how you have children. And how you get a marriage. As long as you have a marriage and you have children, you are okay. The world will respect you. As long as you have money and you have a car and you have a house, the world will respect you. You love the world. Not the Lord. And the price you have paid is a sign that you have died. You have died. Your conscience, you have killed yourself. You're not afraid. And so this lady became depressed because of the burden of looking after two autistic children. When the children are in the house, they have to lock and secure the house because they can go outside and it will be a problem. They were causing problems in school. They had to withdraw them. Nobody could handle them. And all this while, her mother was behind. Full support. And so when she started going through the depression, she brought in her mother to look after the child. And the woman also couldn't handle it. Yeah. And the guy, when he also saw that these two children are problems, he put that tail inside their legs, took a plane back and never to come back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Some people are not ashamed. Sometimes the choices that people make, they know it is wrong. But because of just a moment of comfort and seeming pleasure, they don't care. But remember, I say to myself in humility, I'm not better than somebody who is doing things. The only thing is that I walk with the mind that I belong to the Lord. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I. I am not crucified to the world. So that my choices will be like what the world wants us to do. You see, some of us love the world so much that you will do everything that the world feels you have to do to make things move on. Everybody, by the choices you make every day, you see, there are things that you, you, you do without even thinking about it. You, you, you make, you, you lose, you let things go. You let, you, you are not, you see, some people can choose to do things and lose their friends. I mean, how can you, a friend that you, you know have been married for 14 years, they, she lives with a husband. You have traveled more than six or seven times to visit them with their two children. And you spend your holidays in their home and you come back and then you, you are bold enough to, to take over the husband and make their friend look like she's a bad wife. She's, giving, she's been giving problems to the man. The man is tired. And you are the best. And you sacrifice that friendship because you want to gain a husband. You see, that person has lost a relationship and they don't care because of what they are looking for. If you say you love God and you have to choose what God wants you to do and you have to lose a friend who has done nothing to you, you will say that, hey, you see, there are things, we make choices for the devil, but we don't make choices for God. And it is not because we cannot, we cannot make those choices. It is because we are not alive. We are dead to our conscience. We are not in the Lord. So when you have to make a choice, it's like, it's, I'm not thinking about God. We lose relationships. Some people even take over their sister's husbands. Yes. Suffering. Sometimes you see people can people 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 can can make a choice and everybody will not be happy about it but they don't you see they they endure the 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 the, the scorn and the accusations it is like they don't care what anybody says as long as they have what they want go to hell that's how strong some people are so they are able to endure suffering People 
people do things. And you see that everybody realizes that what you have done is not, ra- is not right. And no matter the number of voices that are lifted up against them, they don't care. They don't care. As long as that which they seek for is granted them, they don't care how you feel. They will endure your comments. They will endure your accusations. But they will look at you that you don't know what I've been through. When this sister destroyed her friend's marriage, all the friends around cut themselves off. And she didn't care. As long as I have this man, I'm okay. I have peace. You have peace? You don't, you don't know what peace is. That's why you are talking about peace. You don't know the Lord. That's why you are talking about peace. That's why you think that a, a, a marriage can give you peace. That's why you think that money can give you peace. Yeah. People are not afraid of the Lord. Because you, 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 you don't know that. You see, there is an appointment before you. Everybody will lose something. But who, who are you losing it for? Everybody will suffer something in life. And as for sacrifices, people pay a price that you can't imagine. Just so that they will have whatever they have. Or what they think they, must, they, they deserve. Yeah. Let me show you a scripture. Matthew. Ooh, chapter 10. Verse um, 34. Matthew 10, 34. Think not. These are the words of Jesus. That I come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace by the sword. You see, Jesus is the prince of peace. And the mind we have is that as for Jesus, when you follow him, there is peace. Oh, hey, you have peace of mind. Yes. But remember life. If you say you want peace, there's a price you have to pay. And that's what Jesus Christ was talking about. The sword. The fight. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. Because the world has a sense of what peace is. You know, many people feel that it's like, you see, sometimes you, all you need is to just marry. All you need is to get a job. So you see that some people fake certificates, fake other things, get jobs, uh, change identity, marry dubiously, do things. So that at the end of the day, there are many people who live in Europe whose names are different. Ages are different. 
there was a guy who was working with a woman's document. And, and, and because the white people didn't know that the name is, is an African name for a woman, you know, he was working with it. A man who is bearing a woman's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amma Boache. It's like Amma, Amma, Amma doesn't sound like a woman's name to a white person. You understand? Yeah. So the man is using a woman's documents to work. There was a guy who was called who was called Matthew at work, but he had forgotten that the Matthew is not his name. And he was he, he was working in a warehouse. They were announcing he, that he should report. They knew he was there, and they were calling him. He, he had forgotten that he's called Matthew. So a colleague came and said, can't you hear your name being mentioned? Said, well, my name is being mentioned on the intercom. What's happening? You have somebody, somebody had come to look for you. Say, then he remembered that. That's the name that I have been using. <laughs> you see, because it's like, you, you just have to, uh, travel. that's why people travel. They, they, want, they want to make life. They want to have peace. If I'm here, I don't have a job. If I'm here, I can't have a house. I can't have a car. I don't have clothes to wear. I don't, we they suffer here too much. Tell them we go, Ibo. At least that place, yeah. Survival. You see, our, our desire for peace, we pay a price. That's the world. But if you also choose God, you have to understand that you say you want peace. God is coming to teach us something. You say you want peace. If the world can pay a price for peace, do you think that when you choose me, you don't have to pay a price? Look at the price you have to pay. Verse 35. Read on. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father. And the daughter against her mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. It's like Italy, Jesus Christ. This one is too much. Jesus, you are too much. When you are thinking you are too much, you don't know how too much he is. (laughs) Hey! I am come to set a man at variance. It's like you vary. You are so different. I've come to set you up to be different from your father. Because some of us, I have a friend who inherited a God from his father. And the guy was a Christian. It was his wife after many years of marriage, who discovered that this guy had a God? Yeah, that he has been keeping. And the guy has been going to church with his wife. He, wedding was done in the church. Blessing was done in the church. He's taking communion. He's taking communion. He's not afraid. Because he has inherited something from the father. And that thing protects the family. And when the wife saw it, he was angry. Started to kiss. Yeah. Said all kinds of things. You see, if you say you love God as a young man, and your father calls you one day and says that we have a family, God, it's not time for you to keep it. 
Do you understand what he's doing? You have to be different from that man. Because you see, sometimes you see, you can have a father who is not an evil person. He's a good person. And he, he makes choices for you. But you realize that, no, if I follow these things, I will not be happy. So your father says, maybe choose a particular career or a school or something. But you feel that you want to do something. You see that because you are very convicted in your heart that when you pursue this, you do it. You will see that you have strength enough to, to show your father a certain difference and become that person. So you see, what Christ is teaching us is not an extreme teaching. It is something that the world does. Without button and eyelid, people, people resist their parents. There is a lady I know in Ghana. She comes from a wealthy family of lawyers, architects, doctors. And when she was in school, she said she wants to be an artist. Hey! It's like the family couldn't understand why you... you and you know the type of artist... First of all, she was gifted in drawing things, you know, and handicraft and things. Now she says she wants to be a sculptor. She, she does things, designs with metal and oh, all kinds of things. Wants to set up uh, uh, art shows. And they, it's like the family don't feel that somebody who is educated from our family, the name we carry, we are lawyers, we are uh, uh, landowners, we are uh, 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 architects, we are diplomats. It's like it's a family of high and mighty. It's a, who is, what does your daughter do? She, she, she is an artist. Sculptor. Sculpt, it's like sculpturing is like uh, sculpturing is for like people who have not gone to school who like handiwork because you see the mind sometimes of Africans is that anybody who learns how to sew, how to do hair, how to even do shoes, uh, they want to be a shoemaker. <laughs> it's like they, they will look up, but you see, let me tell you something. Today we are wearing Nike shoes. Some of, some of these things that we wear, their shoes. There are families. I was reading about a family in South Africa which for years have been doing shoes. They are one of the richest families in South Africa. Shoes. And the person who started it, the, 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 the grandfather who started that business, his father felt that he was a misfit. That of all the professions that you can become in this land where people are working in the mines, people are lawyers, people are going to school for college degrees. You say you are going to buy leather you <laughs> and make a shoe. <laughs> Today, that family, we don't know where the lawyers are, where the doctors and whatever it is. We know of the man who started a, a, a shoe factory, which now has employed all generations after him in the family. Everybody is rich. Yeah. Everybody is rich. Why? Because when somebody has a conviction of something, sometimes what your father says, you realize that, look, if I follow my father, nah. some people become footballers. When you hear stories of footballers, some of them are beaten because their parents don't think that you have to be a footballer. But the day they become rich, they, they, they forget about yeah yeah I, I've always supported you yeah for I am come 
to set a man at variance against his father. Your father has evil. Sometimes some of the counsels that come from you, uh, your parents, if you know God, you will see that hair. You, you, you have given your life to Christ. Even to come to church, they say don't come to church. Look, I, I, I don't know who this lady is. I'm, I'll try and look for it. I think she comes from uh, one of these, uh, I think it's Syria or Iran, one of these places. They didn't want her to be educated. They, she was given into marriage at the age of 16, and she, she, I mean, it's like she wanted to go to school. At the age of 16, it's like, first of all, you are not going to school. A lady, at the age of 16, she was married at the age of 18, at 8, but she was kept in the house and given out at the age of 16. And the very night that she was supposed to be given out, she disappeared. And after about three years, she found herself in Canada, went to school, educated herself, and she's a very top, bright lawyer who is fighting for the rights of people who are deprived in such places. It's like, as for a woman, all you, all you have to do is to marry. And then you see that the person that they are giving to you to marry, he doesn't think who. And for the rest of your years, you are going to be in slavery. He will not respect you because he got you cheap. And when you are wise, you will see that you see, marriage is not an end to happiness and peace. And if they say, do it, hey! People, people make choices and resist parents, resist authority just because they want to impose on them things that will just, you know, cut short their blessings. Sometimes we celebrate people who have resisted. There, there's a lady, in, a Nigerian lady, who also fled. They wanted to, all her sisters were genitally mutilated. Female genital mutilation. They cut them at a younger age. And she said she would not allow them to do it to, to her. And she just left the family. Yeah. And today she has become different from all the sisters who have been deprived of pleasure. It's like a woman, it's like you just married to give birth. A factory. Yeah. Yeah. At variance, you, you must be different. When you say you want to serve God and you have a father, you have a mother, you who doesn't want you to be serious with God and they tell you things and you, you say, look at the person, the person herself or himself doesn't have God. How can that person lead you? They are not happy, they are disturbed, they have not found their bearing and they are determining your future. For I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to the expected end. Mark the way of the upright man. The end of this man is the way of peace. As long as you choose God, he gives you a peace that the world cannot even understand. But there is a price. You must be ready to stand up 
Some of you here who are, who have become pregnant when you are not supposed to, it is disobedience. You can meet a foolish boy and then the boy says, I love you. But you see, because you lack understanding, you don't know that this guy is lying to you. And your mother will advise you, good advice, don't go out, don't do this, don't have sex. And you defy that instruction. And the day you become pregnant, that's when your eyes will open. You have made a choice because you love your body and you love sinful pleasures. You are at variance with your parents because you have chosen to do evil. Some of you, when you are being corrected, you fight it. When they say stay at home, you don't understand why a woman should be told to stay at home. 11 p.m., 12 midnight, 1 a.m., you are moving in town with boys who have smoked weed, who are drunk, who have erections, and all they want is to sleep with you. You see, you have chosen to be at variance with your parents. Your parents are sleeping. They expect you to be in the bed. But because you are at variance with them, you have chosen to do wrong. You don't care what they think. You are following after the pleasure. How come if you say you love God, you can't make such choices and say, I've chosen God. I've chosen the church. Let me pay this price. And you know what will happen to you after so many years of being faithful to God and walking in the counsels of God. One day you will become a blessing. You will come back with a pregnancy. You will come back with a burden. You are going back to the home as a blessed child. That's the price you pay. Young man, young woman. Some of you young boys. When, see, when I was growing up, I, my, my parents were good. My father doesn't drink. My father doesn't smoke. There is no drink in my father's fridge. There is no smoking. Hey, as for smoking, then he hates it. Yeah. But my friends were doing it, so we joined them. I had chosen to be at variance with my father. Because of when you see a boy who comes from a home, the father doesn't know how to drink, doesn't know how to go to a club, has never paid money for a club. If he has money, he's thinking of school fees, he's thinking of food, he's thinking of bills, he's thinking of clothes for you, he's thinking of uh, books for you, things to help you. When you have money, you have found the door to a club. You are at variance with your father because you have chosen to live in an evil way. Do you think that when Christ tells you to be at variance with your father because you have chosen him, he is being evil? No, he is leading you in the path of his of righteousness for his name's sake. And yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. We make choices every day. There are ladies here who can get high who can drink? Some girls they drink more than guys. Me, I know, I know a certain sister. She used to drink when she sits with guys. You see that the guys are drunk. They get up and they are falling down. And the girl gets up and then she walks. Yeah. Experienced. Yeah. One day a story is told, some three guys went out. And the one, the, 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 there were three guys and a lady in a car. 
and the guy who was driving was drunk. So he crossed a traffic light and the policeman stopped them. And as he was talking, he realized that the guy was drunk. He said, sobriety test. Come and do a walk. First, they put, I think, something for you to walk on it to show. Oh, he's like, one step, then the guy was. <laughs> then the other, other guys, because they didn't have a breathalyzer to check. So the other guys were, were also made to go to. The, then the lady was also made, and she walked. No, no, she was even more drunk than. She had drunk more than her. So the policeman had to let the lady drive. Yeah, just to save them. And it's a, it, the testimony was given by the lady when she had become a born again Christian and she's now preaching. And she said that when she was young, she was rebellious. All her friends were guys in the area. She was a tomboy. Hangs out with people. Their parents don't like it. She smokes weed. She takes meth. Uh, she drinks alcohol a lot more than the guys. And she was telling the story that it's like one night they were uh, 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 caught. And the policeman, instead of sending them to jail, did a sobriety test and realized that she, the girl, is in a better position to drive because she has not drunk. No knowing she was the wildest of them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you say, let's read the Bible. Hey, hey, go back to Matthew chapter 10, verse 35. I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother. Some of you, your mothers give you bad advice. You see, any young lady, you haven't finished school. Listen to me. You don't have any profession, any degree. You, 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 if you apply for a job, the only job you get is a cleaner or a security girl. Nobody will put you in any responsible position because your JHS certificates cannot, even if you were the best, it doesn't give you a place. SHS, you didn't do well. And they are pushing you into marriage. Sister, you have to ask yourself, what vision does your mother have for you? Because any mother who only sees you as ready for marriage, irrespective of your condition, it means that that person is not thinking of your peace in future. A man will come and lie, I love you, you are this, you are that. But when they take you home, they realize that after so many years, you can't contribute anything. You don't have any value. You, you can't. And he has to sweat and look after you and, and do things. No, they will not respect you. And when you fear God and you have chosen God, you have to understand that you have to humble yourself and, and put value in your life. And when you get such counsels from your mother, mother, I love you, but as for this one, I'll be different in my mind. I'll, I'll resist this instruction. I'm not pushing myself into a marriage because you say I, I should marry because that guy has money. He will do this for us. I know a woman whose daughter, beautiful girl, was pushed into a marriage with a guy. And this guy, when you, he's a public figure. When you see him talking, you would like to be you, you like to marry him, but he's a wife beater, he's demented, he's an abuser, and beats the wife. I mean, at the least provocation. And the woman can be in the in the house one week, nobody will visit her, nobody goes to her because she doesn't want anybody to see her. 
It's only the mother who has access because she has uh, red eyes. She has swollen face. She has this out of things. And the guy has bought a nice cars. Range Rover, Mercedes, uh, uh, G-Wagon. I mean, nice cars. When you see the car and you see the woman with her glasses, oh Lord, when shall we be like this? And as she's suffering, the mother says, don't speak to anybody about what you are going through. Any, these pastors, when they come, when you leave this marriage, they will not look after you. Look at us. This guy has given us a house. The mother has a house. She has a raffle bought by the guy as a gift. Raffle. And she can have access to any other car that the daughter owns for, for her big things. Her comfort is at the expense of the daughter's peace and future. And such a mother is leading you. If you fear God, you will see that this thing, you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be there. Some of you ladies, sometimes when you meet a guy, you can see that this guy, there is something that is not right. But some of you, you deny that feeling. You see the lies. You see the... The, 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 the moment of, 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 of anger and, and outburst of rage. There was a guy in our church. We're going out with a lady. And, and one day he visited a girl. And the girl was talking to somebody. When he finished, you know, he slapped the girl. When she finished, slapped the girl. And the girl came to report. We said, what is it? So it was just a, a tap. I said, brother, you have not married the girl. You are tapping her. Please. Take your tap somewhere and go and open it somewhere. We ended, we ended the relationship to save her. Even that one, she, you know, she, she wanted to go back. She wanted to go back until one day a real slap came to the face. Yeah. 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 Don't allow whether it's your father, whether it's your mother. Evil, 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 evil advice can set you on a course that will destroy your joy, that will destroy your peace. You don't need to impress anybody in this world. If there's somebody that you need to impress, prove yourself to the Lord. He is worthy. And the daughter-in-law against a mother-in-law. And say fathers in law. Normally, fathers don't interfere in their marriages, in the marriages of their children. Daughters. Unless a person, they are also sick people. Put pressure on you. As for the woman, they want to come and check on my husband, my son doesn't. What are you cooking for my husband? Ah, what are you cooking for my husband now? My mother has never asked my wife what she's cooking for me. Because even when I was living there, she knows that me food there. It's not whatever is there, we eat it. Yeah. She has peace. I don't have issues with her mother. But sometimes you can enter a marriage and you see that you have not married a man, you have married the man's mother. Yeah. And, and it can change you, it can affect you. Yeah. Verse 36. Let's read on. Hey, we are getting somewhere. And a man's foes 
enemies shall be they of his own household. Remember, you see, sometimes many of us are binding demons and praying against demonic influences. They start from our homes. The negative influences start from our homes. Sometimes the examples that you have seen, some of you can say, I don't want to be like my mother. But you realize that as you have grown, you are just like your mother. You don't respect men. You insult. You slap. You've seen your mother slap people. You have learned it. You, you, when you are a man, that's why those of you men who beat your wives, you are sowing bad seeds to your children. Your children will grow up and realize that to solve problems with uh, 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 their wives, they have to beat them. Yeah. The, the negative things that we, 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 we show, they start from our homes. That's always when you give your life to Christ, you have to say to yourself that if you are changing it, there are things you have to, you have to cut yourself from. Yeah. And it is not because you don't like your father or you don't like your mother. No. You don't like that thing that you see as evil. Because if you follow that trend, you can't choose to serve God and be truthful. Verse 36, verse 37. He that loved, listen to this one. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. When I gave my life to Christ, one day my father asked me a question. He said, every day you are going to church. And when he asked me that question, me myself, I had asked myself that question. That it doesn't look normal. That every evening, Monday, I am in church praying, seven o'clock to eight o'clock, personal prayer with a friend, with some friends. Tuesday, go to the headquarters. Wednesday, branch service. Thursday, fellowship meeting. Friday, prayer meeting, seven to ten p.m. Um, Saturday morning, outreach. Evening, choir rehearsal. Sunday, the whole day. And, 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 and it was like, my father is a Christian. He always wanted us to go to church. When we were growing up, he used to sew trousers and buy shirts for us. You have, because sometimes when they, <laughs> when they give us money to go and Buy, uh, we'll go and buy jeans, we'll go and buy khaki, go and buy combat sneakers, buy belts that you can't wear to church. I mean, big, <laughs> big, yeah. So, and then, then when they say go to church, you don't have, and say, you can't wear this one to church. So he will, as you have come home, they have sold trousers. Sometimes they, they, they tailor, I don't know where he got the measurement. <laughs> hey! You have to wear it and go. Yeah. He, he, he wanted us to grow in the Lord. But now, I've given my life to Christ. And I'm serious. And he's worried. And you see, it was also a bit of a bother to me. that I, It looks like I'm doing too much. But you see, immediately, I had an answer. I have said to myself that, you see, I was getting lost. I was very different, daddy, in your house. But you didn't see it. I was hanging out every evening with friends. Living wildly, but you, you didn't see it. You didn't, you, 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 you didn't raise issues with it. 
in the name of I'm working and I'm coming home late and whatever, uh, you know, advising me to come and all that. But now that I've chosen to be obvious with you and tell I'm going to church, it's like, because sometimes when you, when you close and you are not coming home, they think that, oh, it's normal. But when you go and say, I'm going to church, I'm go- every day you are going to church, what is wrong? And I said to myself, hey, I have chosen to love God more than you. Because when I look at my life, if God had not saved me, daddy, one day I would have died. Because that's what was always on my mind. That if I don't give my life to Christ and become saved, I would die young. And I could have died earlier than I am now. Or I could have been destroyed. Means that I have friends who are addicted to alcohol, they can't get out. Addicted to drugs, addicted to lifestyles. They have lied and had children with women and, and they haven't married them and their lives are miserable. It's like they are aged, they are alone and they only hang out in pubs. That's not the life that I wanted for myself. But I could have gone that way. And it's like you see that you get to a point where you can't even humble yourself and come to church. Because when you come, you, you meet people who are not like you. And you can't, you, you can't even have a friend. Because even me, when I gave my life, at that time, the people who were in the church were younger people. So some of my friends said, but why say you they hang out with these small, small boys? <laughs> why? Yeah. Small, small boys. Why say they hang out with these small, small boys? Why? You go come back. We know. But I never came back. They didn't know that I had made up my mind. You have to make choices as a young man. There are times that, look, we have gone out late when we have been told not to go out. And came at a strategic time. Jammed walls and done all kinds of things. Some of you are behaving as if you don't know what I'm talking about. When you choose evil, you, you, sometimes you live at variance to your father. It's like what you, what the, the friendship, the world you have created, you love it. You spend more time. You know, you spend, where, where your time, your energy, your money. Me, when I was growing up, my father never asked me for money when I started working. He didn't need my money. He was, he had looked after all of us including other whatever. All he wanted was save your money and build your own future. There was no pressure on me to give any family member any money. I was not responsible for anybody. I was spending the money on friends. Yeah. Do you know what it meant? It meant I loved my friends and that world more than my father. Because even though my father never asked me for money, it would have been right to say that, okay, let me just pay uh, today's, uh, this month's bill because I'm living in the house. I eat free. I, 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 I use water. I, I, I mean electricity. I put AC on and sleep till morning. I don't pay bill. And wouldn't, I, wouldn't it have been nice? Sometimes the, the, the money we can spend a night with friends, it is more than electricity bill from, for the month. It shows that as a young person, your love has gone into something else. You see, when God says, love me more than your father, he's not saying something strange. Some of you, by the things that you are doing today, you love the world. There are boys that you have bought uh, uh, birthday, uh, what's it called? 
cake for? 2,500, 3,500. Your mother's birthday, you have not even bought handkerchief for her to say thank you, mommy. It, it shows that you love foolish boys and a foolish life more than your parents. The things that God, Jesus said to us, they are not extreme things. You see, he, he was so, he lived with us, so he knew how we were. Yeah. He, you can do it. He that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Any parent here who says, because of my child, I can't come to church. One day that child will leave you. Today, when they are with you and you give them a phone, a tablet, they are forgotten you. When you call them to do something, they are angry. They are in their own world. And you have woken up. You don't have time for God. All you are thinking of is uh, every day, uh, my children, and my children, and my children, and I'm doing their homework, and I'm th- you have paid school fees, you are still doing homework. Uh, I'm doing this. Uh, I'm washing for them. Uh, one day, do you think you're, you're, how many of you have gone and gone to your parents' house to go and wash for them? And you, a mother or a father, you don't have time for God. You don't have time for church. You are using your children and, and everything about their family as an excuse and a reason not to come to the Lord. You don't love him. You don't love him. You don't love him. Think about it. Sometimes you feel that pastors are irresponsible people who, who, who teach you how not to be a good family man and they want you to give everything to the church. We are not asking you to give everything to the church. If your mind works correctly, you understand that what God is demanding of you is not to ruin your life, but to give you a set order of walking in faith and making sacrifices and losing things that will cause you to have them even more. Many of my friends who grew up who I grew up with, whose parents were not, they didn't like church and these comments about pastors and things. Many years later, I said that many of them have regrets. Because the children, you have, you, have, you have given them everything. And they have become very selfish. And as they've grown, they don't have time for you. They come visit you. One lady, her mother died. The mother told her, her, her cousin, or her sister, Tell this person, I don't want any wreath. I don't, before she died, because she had been sick for a while, then the, the children, some of them will come on holidays, come and visit her, and she uses her job and other obligations as a, a reason and an excuse why she can't come and visit mom. And for two years, that mommy was sick. She couldn't even come over to visit for one week. And mother died. Before the mother died, she knew how that girl was posting herself on uh, Facebook and whatever it is, uh, living life, enjoying traveling around, taking pictures, you know, that kind of things. And the mother said, when, I don't want anything from her. I don't want any wreath. She was coming. She didn't know. She had bought a wreath and put it on the plane. When she came, no, the sister said, I'm sorry, this is what Manda said. And she was coming to fight. Say no. We can't disobey. If, if you don't understand something, as for this one here, we can't disobey it. You are coming to honor your mother with flowers. You ma- hey. Flowers. Yeah. That child, 
that you think you can sacrifice and, and, and some of you even mothers, you insult your husbands because of your children. And you think that your children are the greatest treasures. I, I regret the day I married you. It's my children that I love. You, you, you see, you don't know the, the, the curses that you are opening up into your life. One day the children that you, 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 you abuse your husband for, they will forget you. Because as you are doing that, they, are remem- they will see it too. They will remember that you are venomous. Yeah. You are venomous. And one day they will pay you back. You are not worthy of me. Verse 38. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Take up your cross, follow me. Deny yourself, follow me. Take up your cross if you want to be my disciple. Take up your cross, follow me. Think about it too. What is it? What? You see, your cross is, it embodies your life. The weight of the cross was everything that Christ stood for on earth. His, his, his ties to his family, his suffering, his goals, his, his shame, everything was on the cross. He took it up, denied himself of being called a good father or being called a good brother or being called a good son by his family people. You know, when you are at home and then you, you sit there every day and then it's your mother and your father who only say good things about you, you have to be careful. He took it up and paid the price and went through life. And today, he came unto his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Through what he suffered and the price he paid, we have all become sons. Joined heirs. We are, we, there is an inheritance. And by his suffering, he has drawn many more into that fold. You see, when you love God, you love the church, you don't lose your family. I have never lost my family. All the sacrifices of my years, staying away, going for camps, going away, going to church, not staying at home. It has brought us together strongly. I'm telling you, strongly, even, the, I mean, more than it used to be. We were almost being destroyed. By misunderstanding, we don't hatred issues that you don't understand. You don't understand your father, you don't understand your mother, you don't appreciate anybody, you are fighting over something, you can't even understand where it's coming from. But when we took the Lord and we paid the price and became serious in the church and began to serve Him and spent our time and our energy, Christ has built us up, and we have come to love and honor these fathers and love our siblings and love the people that are around us, even the much more, and we are better now than we were the years before we came into Christ. We have not lost anything. Yeah. 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 Take it up. He suffered and today the world pays respect. Today is 2022. 2022 years after the death of Jesus Christ. If you like, don't believe in him. The world acknowledges him. That he, there was a time before he came, BC, before Christ. And after he died, the order was revised. And they started to count the years after his death. 
Yes, because in him consists everything that is life. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. It is not your unbelief in him that makes him who he shouldn't be. No, he cannot deny himself. If you don't, if you don't believe in him, he cannot deny himself. He is Lord all by himself. Yeah. There's a price. You have been dying to things. Your choices that you make, you have been dying to things. You make sacrifices all the time. There is nothing that God demands of you that you cannot do. But you have made up your mind not to do them. Yeah. And that is why if we are like that, we cannot bear fruits. We have to pay the price. You see, look at the person sitting by you. Ask the person one question. Do you understand who you are? What, are, what is the answer? Find yourself in God. Find yourself in the Lord. You sometimes people make a choice. Okay, I want to be this. I want to be a footballer. I want to be a musician. I want to be a star. What, is, what are they looking for? They want to discover themselves. They, they want to be fulfilled. And they pay a lot of price. Sometimes anybody who has ever gone through that and reached there, you realize that that's not it. So the question is, I mean, how can people who are very rich, who are famous, they seem not to be happy? You won't understand it. You, you will not understand it. You won't understand it. Yeah. 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 Anytime you come closer to the Lord, you will see that there are some things you have to let go. And the, f- the more you move away from the Lord, you see, the, the, it becomes very difficult to even realize that, ah, you want to have your friends the way they are and still come to church. No. You want to have pleasure. I, I, I remember a brother who came to church. I saw him. Charlie, you have not been coming, no. Oh, pastor, sometimes... Saturdays, we are busy. One doesn't wake up early Sunday mornings. Yesterday, somebody was telling me that he had an accident. I'm going to visit him today. He went to, he, he went to the club in the night. Whether he was drunk or not, we don't know. As he was coming, a car hit him. You should thank God that he didn't die. If he had died, where would, he, where would his soul be? It's as if when you are coming to church, you are doing the pastor wants your money, or the pastor, I mean, you know, these people they like to worry us. And he was introducing me to his boss. Oh, this is my church. <laughs> I said, Look at you. You are even making mockery. This is my pastor. This is my pastor. Yeah. As I saw him at his workplace, I said, Brother, be serious. I will come. He never came back. Only to hear that this is what has happened to him. That's why Christ came to die. Oh. So that you will not die the death of the foolish. Amen. And find yourself in hell. 
but pay a price. Make choices. Serve him. Ask for pleasure. Oh. You see, it is people who, who is when you have not had something. Eh? You think that you have to have money. When you have money, if you have ever worked with somebody who, has, who is very rich, you will not like money. Yeah. Yeah, many people who are wise, when they come closer to people who are everything, they have some of them, they are children. I, mean, I know a brother. His father is one of the richest men that I know. He's addicted to pornography. The, 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 his house, the house is such that at the age of 12 or so, the boy has a penthouse. He has in the father's house, he has his own hall. He has his own uh, uh, bedroom. His hall is down. And his, no, his hall is down, up. And his bedroom is downstairs. His, then his, he has his study. He has his uh, 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 TV room. In his father's house. Independent. And he has access to Wi-Fi. That he doesn't pay for. When he's going out, a driver can take him anywhere he wants to go. And as he's sitting there and, and alone, and the father is making money and traveling around, he's depressed. He's not happy. And then he found friends who started introducing him to pornography, and he got into it full time. He married. Three months later, he changes girls like he's changing toothbrush. Three months, change. Those of you who use toothbrush for one year. After three months, is that not so? You have to change, yeah. That's how you change toothbrush. Every three months, change your toothbrush. Some of you, your toothbrush, you have renovated it. Two years, you are still using the toothbrush. Is it a, a, even a car tie? We don't use it like that. Every three months, change your toothbrush. Yeah. That's how he changes girls. And then now, he comes to church. He says he thinks he must marry. And we, I, I used to counsel him. I used to counsel him. When he married... Three months later, he went to Bishop and said, I can't. He left the girl in the house and went to rent another place. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. Somebody who is rich, if you see the car, one day he came to church. When you see him quiet, you see the girl saying, hey, everybody wants to be friends with him. You may never know. You see him quiet, coming with his glasses. He's a very cool boy. Hey, he's in his own world. He cannot relate well. He doesn't understand relationships. He doesn't understand honor. He doesn't understand. You can't. You see, when his mind works in a certain way, nobody can talk to him because his father doesn't have time. His father has never sat him down to even talk to him. He's so busy moving around the world. The guy has independence. Money. He spends money as if, I mean, he's a, he's a money machine. He, he doesn't care. But he's empty. He's empty. If riches is the end of peace, ah, Solomon had a lot of money, but it created problems for him. No man has ever married women like Solomon. Meanwhile, his father had fewer wives, but he had more children. They should tell you. The man was not happy. He, he didn't even enjoy the woman. He didn't have time for them. His father had time for a few. 
had more children than Solomon who had 700 wives, 300 concubines, 1,000 plus the unlisted, unofficial side chicks. <laughs> Yet, you know of Rehoboam. You know of only three children. On record. But his father has 13 or so children. How many wives? You have 1,000 wives, not even 200 children. A woman, a woman, those of you brothers who women, you have changed at your age, you can't marry. Ah. Women are not like handkerchiefs. We don't know what you are looking for. That's not the message. <laughs> are you ready to pay a price to lose, to suffer? To sacrifice and to die. Because without it, I am telling you, you cannot follow Christ. Yeah. The price, you know, and when we follow him, sometimes you see, when you meet a good person, you may not know what the person wants to do for you. The only thing you do is, anything the person says, do. You realize after some years that your life has changed. That's how some people are. When you, there are some people you encounter them in life. It's not, they won't make you promises so. No, they won't make you promises. They will teach you what to do. They will tell you, do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that, do that. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Then you see after some years of being with such a person, your life has changed. You understand things better. You have improved. You have value for things. You, you are better off. That's the nature of Christ. You see, we are always waiting for promises. The, we, the only place that Christ has promised us is Charlie Heaven, where there are houses, but there is a price to pay. Deny yourself of all the pleasures on earth. As I'm talking, somebody will go to the concert tonight. Go and get drunk. Go and get high. Go and dance with the boy. You didn't hear me. Yeah. You didn't hear me. Some of you, when you hear music, hey, where is it coming from? Then you start walking. Hey! You will find yourself around the music right now. But I see God giving you grace. Grace to lose things. To suffer things and never feel left out. To make sacrifices to become a better person. And to die to sin. And to die to pleasures. And to die in the Lord. And make choices so that Christ will be formed in you. And what a glorious life it will be. What a peaceful end it is. What strength God will give you. If only you choose to serve. And to live your years for him. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Speak to him right now. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to the Lord. Make a prayer request this morning. Lord, I need to walk this way in you. I need to understand that I am dead to the things of the world. And if I am doing things that the world likes, it means I am very much alive in the flesh. But the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I am seeking to please him 
who matters in my life i'm not seeking to please my friends i'm not seeking to please my parents i'm not seeking to please my boss it is christ that has died for me he is the only reason why i have life i have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to uh, and to destroy but i have come sometimes there are some people who are very impressive in your life they make you promises they occupy your time they take you to places but they are thieves they are destroying you they are stealing something away from you some of you young ladies you have given yourself to men you shouldn't give yourself to they are stealing your future you will see that at a certain age no man wants to come near you they look at your baggage they look at you from the past they remember who you used to be and where you have come from and they don't want to have anything with you your future is cut off but may you escape the hand of the thief and may you encounter the one that gives life and gives it more abundantly lift your voice and talk to him lord if i have to pay the price give me that grace to pay that price if i have to go through this life and have peace lord give me the strength and the courage to fight this battle to lose to suffer to sacrifice and to die to the things of the world that i may gain you yes 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 if we have you we have everything if we have you we have life it is not a story it is a testimony of truth it is not a fable it is a life-changing testimony with eternal consequences one day this life will be over one day we will have no pleasure on this earth one day the things of this earth will mean nothing to us we'll be looking to a better place we'll be looking to a world where the lord dwells there is a realm in the spirit where we have come from and we are going back that's why he said i've come to prepare a place a, a place for you i've gone to prepare a place for you he has come to love us he has come to love us may we love him now and not regret later may we choose him now and not regret later may we make that sacrifice today may we die to our flesh now and not suffer tomorrow thank you jesus give us grace thank you thank you are you speaking to the lord you are too quiet i don't know what you are saying but be stirred in your spirit and 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 speak over some things i have done this severally over my years i said to myself i have never been saved by a friend i have never been saved by any woman i have not been saved by my father nor by my mother nobody paid the price but jesus christ who loved me and gave himself for me that is why if i am alive today i am alive in the spirit not in the flesh but i live by the faith of the son of god who has loved me therefore my life is to please him that matters is to please him who has given it all for me he is the best thing that ever happened to me i choose him above my wife i choose him above my children i choose him above my parents and i've not lost my wife i've not lost my children i've not lost my parents he has given me life eternally i have it here on earth oh yes lift your voice christ is not taking away your joy nor your peace your sacrifices will bring you blessings your sacrifice will bring you peace that's why he's speaking to you don't be afraid to make sacrifices today some people should be walked out of your life some people should be deleted from your phone some names should be cut off from your life right now delete them cut them off you are not losing anything you are gaining christ i choose to gain christ that i may suffer the loss of all things that i count as worthy Yes. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you Jesus lift your hands speak to him and thank him receive grace to be able to live your life making the necessary sacrifices and choices that will let you lose friendship relationships that bring you into bondage people who are cyclically drawing you into sin and calling you into pleasures of sin lifestyle choices that bring a bondage in your life that doesn't release you to serve God and to be faithful and to be consistent. Pray today that tomorrow you will be found in the house of God. When he comes in the next year, you will still be found not wanting in the world but kneeling before him. Yes. He's worth it. He's worth it. Nobody pays a price for us. Nobody pays such a price. Greater love hath no man that a man should lay down his life for his friend. Nobody would ever pay any price for your soul. Nobody. Each man to his own tent. Let the hand of the Lord be lifted up over our lives right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen every eye closed, everyone standing, nobody moves, we are finishing in the next few minutes but before we walk out of this place you are here this morning you either came through an invitation or somebody brought you here or you also came on your own whichever way you find yourself here this morning and you you have heard God speak to you and you want to make a decision and a commitment that you will serve him, you will live for him, you will make the necessary sacrifices you will lose things, you will let things go in your life, you will make choices that will bring God closer into your heart so that your life can be preserved and become better The, the, the years ahead are more than what we will ever live on earth, there is eternity and it is either in misery or in glory. Make a choice today. Make sacrifice today. It is worth it for the rest of your life that I didn't eat for one day and I have food for the next thousand years. I didn't go for this party today and for the next thousand years I'm celebrating in the presence of the Lord. Which one? That's a wise child. Choose the way of God. You want me to pray with you? Lift up your right hand. Wherever you are, lift it up. I want to pray with you. I want to say, Pastor, I want to give my all to the Lord. I want to turn and come to him. Lift up your hand. Yes, God has been speaking to you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Yes, I see some hands up. Don't be shy. Never be shy. Because one day when you appear before God, everything you have done will be brought. There's nothing like being shy. You will give account. Today, lift your voice and say, Lord, I believe. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I want to serve. I want to come to you. You want me to pray with you. Lift up your hands. Yes, I see some hands up. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it up. God bless you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Now, if you have lifted up your hands, I want you to move from where you are Come forward. Come. Come and stand in front of me. Oh, I want to pray with you. Please. Help them. Ashes. Where are they? Let them come. God bless you. Surrender yes. Yes. It is to the Lord. To him Don't be shy. Come. Yes. Ten. Look at me. I will never love and trust There are some people there. Come. Don't lift your hand and say, hey, I'm shy to come and put it down. No.
us, but those of you here, please lift up your two hands. We want to pray with you. So lift up your hands. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Wonderful. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Beautiful. Lift up your two hands with me. Lift up your two hands. This is your prayer, and I want you to repeat it after me. When you say this prayer, God will come into your heart. And you must make a commitment to also be with him. He will give you strength to fight, to endure, to overcome, and to be victorious. Repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, every eye closed. I believe in my heart that you have sent your son Jesus to come and love me and die for me and shed his blood to wash my sins. I believe in my heart that my sins are forgiven as I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior and his blood washes my sins forever. From today, my sins are forgiven. From today, I belong to you, Lord. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to be faithful and to keep the Lord Jesus in my heart forever. Give me strength. Give me peace. Give me joy. Let my life be changed as I receive Christ. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Wonderful. Listen, you have offered a very important prayer. And we all prayed this prayer before. And there's a joy that comes. Your life will never be the same. We want to speak with you. Where's Peter? Yes. You see this brother here. You see this brother? He's going to talk with you. Are you taking them now? You are taking them now. So go with him right now. He will speak with you for a few minutes. We are almost ended. He will speak with you for a few minutes and then you come back. Okay. God bless you. Follow him. Please use this aisle in the middle. Use this place. Wonderful. Everybody else be seated and let's receive the 